Good afternoon and welcome to the Wednesday edition of the Manitoba Farm Journal. I'm your host, Corey Canute. Coming up this afternoon, we'll hear from Federal Agriculture Minister Marie-Claude Bebo. And up first in today's country comment, we'll be joined by Manitoba NDP egg critic Diljeet Brar. The latest farm news and market numbers, all coming up over the next 60 minutes. The time now is 12 o'clock. Here's a look at our local news. Good afternoon, you're listening to the Manitoba Farm Journal. The Manitoba NDP party has released a list of measures they'd like to see the government adopt to help farmers manage COVID-19. I chatted with NDP egg critic Diljeet Brar. Yeah, basically I want to uh, say that the producers are really, really going through tough time these days because they are preparing for the spring season uh, and they have to seed the crops very soon. And uh, due to this COVID crisis, they're, they're in problem. And uh, we propose uh, interest-free loans to the producers so that they can buy their inputs, and that could be a great help for them. That's, that's the first point. And if we talk about the local producers or small farmers, um, their sales have uh, uh, come down because uh, restaurants have closed and, or restaurants are just um, serving drive through and we need to support those producers to sell their produce maybe online because they're struggling developing their online portals uh, to sell their produce. And I want to say that supporting local producers, this is the right time to support local producers, producers because this is environmental friendly and this boosts our economy as well. And there are some issues other producers are dealing with for example uh, some have their driver's license due for renewal um, and they're getting hard time to get eye appointments and health checks uh, for getting the driver's license renewed uh, if we talk about class one licenses um, MELT uh, process uh, they're struggling uh, uh, to uh, get it reviewed for the producers because it's not the uh, same as um, the commercial truckers because producers, they are not earning money with the Class 1 license, so there should be some different rules and regulations for them. So um, we want the government to review that process and support the producers uh, for MELT licenses. And when we talk about the beef producers, they want the supply chains to continue. But the threat is, if the supply chains discontinue, it's very hard for the beef producers to keep their cattle uh, at the farm because unlike grain, cattle cannot be stored. Uh, if, if you keep cattle at home or at farm, you have to feed them and they lose value as they grow old. Any thoughts on, on how the government has responded um, to this issue here so far? As we talk about the provincial government, I did not... Uh, see any support for the farmers so far. Uh, I didn't see Premier saying anything about the farming or uh, announcing any package for the farmers. That's why we are asking the government uh, to uh, consider uh, interest-free loans for the producers because they want to um, purchase their inputs Uh, And this is the critical time. It should be on the top priority of the government and the Minister of Agriculture these days. 
That was Winnipeg MLA Dilji Brar. He's the Manitoba NDP egg critic talking about measures the party would like to see implemented to help farmers deal with COVID-19. A look at what's happening in the markets this afternoon is coming up. Good afternoon. I'm Corey Canute. Keeping Canada's food supply moving during the COVID-19 outbreak is one of the priorities for Federal Agriculture Minister Marie-Claude Bebo. One of her biggest concerns is about workers getting sick. This is where I worry the most and where, you know, the, the subject that um, brings us to, to more discussions on how the government, the federal and provincial governments can, can come to support the industry. Alberta is working with the federal government on training provincial meat inspectors to work in federally licensed plants as demand for more food inspectors increases. Bebo is hopeful that other provinces will do that as well. Overall, she says our food is safe and they are doing everything at the CFIA to make sure inspectors are where they need to be. Dairy Farmers of Manitoba is hoping to donate extra milk to assist Manitobans in need. Here's Chair David Weens. Dairy Farmers of Manitoba has always in the past donated, uh, you know, about 350,000 litres of milk uh, to uh, Winnipeg Harvest. And from there, it's distributed to all the food banks in the province. We are working with our processors to make additional donations of milk to the food banks. Certainly, there's a need for it. And certainly, we don't want to be uh, discarding this milk on farm. Weens says the COVID-19 outbreak is causing rapid fluctuations in demand for many dairy products. He notes some farmers have had to dispose of raw milk. And the recent snowfall is going to delay spring fertilizer applications. John Hurd is with Manitoba Agriculture. We were back on our heels in the first place. We, we had two times the amount of normal rainfall that we'd expect in September, October, and that essentially thwarted uh, fall application of fertilizer, primarily, you know, 45% Manitoba farmers put on nitrogen in the fall. And other than in northwest Manitoba, very little of that got done. This snow has repunched the reset button and set us back a couple weeks. Heard says much of the fertilizer will be broadcast applied this spring. The province is scheduled to lift its winter fertilizer ban on April 11th. That was a look at today's farm news. I'm Corey Canute. Good afternoon and welcome to the Prairie Egg Wire for Wednesday, April 8th. I'm Corey Canute. Coming up today, Glenda Lee Allen Vossler chats with Federal Agriculture Minister Marie Claude Beeble. Glenda Lee Allen Vossler had an opportunity yesterday to chat with Federal Agriculture Minister Marie Claude Beeble. Talk to us about what is happening with our Canadian food safety and our supply chain. Uh, I would say that for Canadian food safety, I have absolutely no worry. Uh, Our food is safe and we are doing everything with the Canadian Food Inspection Agency to make sure that we have the inspectors, you know, where they have to be to make sure that everything that we put on our shelves uh, that is safe. Um, and then, you know, um, what we, I'm sure you have noticed that we are being very careful, making sure that, uh, we avoid any barriers in ter- in terms of, uh, movement of food, uh, internationally and interprovincial, interprovincially, uh, we have issued a statement, uh, from the federal government stating that, uh, 
food, the food supply chain is a critical infrastructure, it's essential services, and each and every provinces and territories have also identified the food supply chain as essential services. So we are all working together, uh, making sure that, you know, it, it can move fluidly. Where my concerns are, it's around uh, our human capacity. Uh, obviously, food workers are normal people. People They can get sick, uh, and we have to take care of them to be sure that they are healthy and they can come to work. Um, so we have all our agri-food businesses and farms who have to take special measures to protect their workers uh, you know, while they are working. Uh, and this has an impact on their um, processing or on their production. So this is where I worry the most and where, you know, the, the subject that um, brings us to, to more discussions on how the government, the federal and provincial governments can, can come to support the industry. That being said, the federal government is working with the province of Alberta, I understand, with respect to provincial meat inspectors. Yes, and uh, actually Alberta was the first one to sign on, and I know that many provinces will follow very shortly. Uh, so we are offering provincial inspectors uh, a special training from the Canadian Food uh, Inspection Agency so we can share resources and we can be more flexible to... Um, to uh, uh, accommodate um, the uh, the industry and all the plants, and and that is important and a, a concern given what we see happening with Olamel in Quebec and then Harmony Beef, the issue that they had in Alberta. Yes, uh, and this is an example that you know uh, our food processors want to take special measures uh, to, to protect their employees and to make sure that after they have done, you know, some adaptation of their uh, ways of, of, of working, then uh, they will be more confident that their production will be rolling as normal as possible. One of the things that, of course, we're... We've got the the border right now that's open as far as good transportation between uh, commodities with the U.S., but there's always that concern, that what-if scenario, where we look at a lot of our produce does come from the U.S. Uh, What kind of forward thinking are you putting into um, the horticulture industry, that sort of thing, to kind of beef that up? for Canadians here at home. We will continue to work with our very efficient and diversified Team Canada, as we've done for NAFTA, making sure that uh, our neighbors, the Americans, understand how integrated our food industries are, uh, how it's important to let the food uh, and the inputs uh, going from one side to the other and, and services as well. Uh, because sometimes, you know, the inputs come from our side, it's being transferred on the other side, it's being eaten here and the other way around. So um, sometimes we have to remind them, but I'm very confident that considering the uh, high level of integration between the two countries, uh, we will keep this border open. 
the Agricultural Producers Association of Saskatchewan put out a COVID-19 farm survey that they're doing on a weekly basis, trying to get a feel from farmers as far as how COVID-19 is impacting them at the farm gate. And they released their results from the first week. And 53% of respondents indicated the cash flow was an immediate financial need for their operation. Yes, I'm in regular contact with the industry. My department is every day, and personally, I participate to to conference call uh, athletes once, but often twice or three times a week to to stay connected and hear their their concerns. Um, And yes, the cash flow issue is definitely one, so this is why we have given more capacity to FCC and to all the other, you know, private uh, financial institutions. Um, we see it more as a, a support to manage cash flow than increasing really gaps because it's it's giving them you know the means to to be able to um, it's kind of advanced payment in a certain way. Um, but we understand the issue, and I can assure you that right now with my colleagues, I'm we're working on different scenarios and of different ways that we could support uh, more significantly and more directly uh, farmers across Canada. Overall, final thoughts? Well, it's really a time for for solidarity. And I want to thank all these farmers and people working in the industry. Uh, thank them because it, it is so essential. I know that they are going through a challenging time. They worry uh, about different things. Uh, but we need them and we will be there to support them as well. That's Federal Agriculture Minister Marie-Claude Bebeau for Golden West. I'm Glendalee Allen-Bossler. Thanks, Glendalee. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email to thefarmdesk at goldenwestradio.com. On behalf of Glendalee Allen-Bossler, I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Egg Wire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network. Time now for a look at the farm calendar. The Manitoba Sustainable Energy Association annual conference scheduled to take place today in Morden has been postponed. And Keystone Egg Producers Advisory Council meeting scheduled for tomorrow in Portage has been cancelled. Continuing with the Manitoba Farm Journal here on this Wednesday afternoon. Some dairy farmers in western Canada have been forced to dispose of raw milk due to a decline in demand. I found out more from David Weens. He's chair with Dairy Farmers of Manitoba. What has happened now, and, and you know, especially, uh, it's, it's happening right across the country, but I can certainly speak uh, specifically for Western Canada, where uh, where there's been, uh, you know, a significant volume of raw milk that has had to have been, had to be discarded because there's simply, uh, you know, the processors are saying we've got enough, and and uh, and so we have nowhere else to bring it. Uh, the you know the milk has to be uh, you know the milk gets picked up on the farm every other day, and it's you know not something that you can put into storage any longer than that. So if it doesn't find a a home on a you know on a daily basis, uh, it has nowhere to go. So in that respect, as as farmers, we've been forced to. Uh, discard uh, raw milk, which uh, you know, which to my knowledge has never happened before. You can't just slow down the production there, right? Well, no, and that's that's the challenge that we face because you know we're milking our cows uh, every day. You know, they're they're uh, so milk is being produced twenty four seven around the clock. So 
um, you know, it, it's just, you know, we, we can't, uh, you know, cows are, uh, you know, are, are being fed uh, to produce milk. And, and so we can't put that on hold for, for a week or, or, or even a few days. We can, we have to, you know, this, this activity has to, uh, uh, happen, you know, every day of the year. That's the challenge then when, when there's such a, a volatile, uh, marketplace and, and the, the, the whole, um, you know, uh, the, the whole supply chain is, is adjusting to this new reality. You know, there's nothing we can do, you know, and, you know, we want to be careful too, that, that, you know, we, we could reduce our production, uh, you know, over a time that doesn't either happen overnight. Uh, and, and so we're, we're kind of trying to understand what the, how the markets are going to settle out. Does that mean that we need to produce less milk in the future or is it going to stabilize to more or less the same amounts? We just don't know those these things yet. Anything else to, to add here, David? You know, I just want to say like this is, uh, uh, this is uh, you know, uncharted territory for us and, and I think for most Canadians. And so we're trying to, you know, we're trying to understand this as well as we can. We're, we're trying to uh, respond very intelligently and uh, certainly, I would want to put the message out there that uh, that dairy farmers of Manitoba, for example, uh, you know, it has always in the past donated, uh, you know, about 350,000 liters of milk uh, to to uh, Winnipeg Harvest, and from there it's distributed to all the food banks in the province. And we will, uh, and we are working with our processors to make additional, uh, you know, uh, donations of milk. To the food banks, uh, certainly uh, there's a need for it, and certainly we don't want to be, uh, uh, you know, uh, discarding this milk on farm. We're 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 trying to uh, uh, find a good home for the milk. So there is some work being done in that respect as well, uh, trying to, uh, you know, uh, give and give back to those, especially those who are uh, very needy during these uh, very vulnerable times. That was Dairy Farmers of Manitoba Chair David Weens. Another look at what's happening in the markets heading into the close is coming up in just a moment. Time now for another look at today's farm news. After a tough fall, many farmers will be looking to apply fertilizer this spring. John Hurd with Manitoba Agriculture had some advice for producers. Nitrogen, fertilizer, we have some flexibility and we've helped produce a fact sheet with about uh, six or seven options to apply that to the crop. One of the nutrients we don't have options on is phosphorus and maybe potassium, and that needs to be in the soil either at or before seeding so the crop has access to it in the soil. And that's a nutrient we really want to make sure that the seeders don't roll until uh, phosphorus uh, is in place and uh, to be put down. Heard says the recent precipitation will delay fertilizer application by about two weeks. The province is scheduled to lift its winter fertilizer ban on April 11th. Producers remain concerned about cash flow and being able to pay bills. Federal Ag Minister Marie-Claude Bebo says this is why they gave more capacity to FCC and other private financial institutions. She says they see it more as a support to manage cash flow rather than increasing debt. But we understand the issue, and I can assure you that right now with my colleagues, I'm, we're working on different scenarios and of different ways that we could support uh, more significantly and more directly uh, farmers across Canada. 
She notes they continue to work with Team Canada on keeping goods moving nationally and internationally, making sure Americans understand just how integrated our food industries are. And the COVID-19 outbreak is causing rapid fluctuations in demand for many dairy products. David Weens is chair of Dairy Farmers of Manitoba. In the food service industry, and that is particularly, you know, uh, restaurants and that sort of thing, a lot of them have been shut down or, you know, it's just takeout. There's been a very uh, reduced activity at that level, and that has resulted in less demand directly for those products that that food service would ordinarily um, take. Ween says the dramatic changes in demand has resulted in the need for the disposal of some raw milk. I'll be back after this to wrap up today's program. We've come to the end of another Manitoba Farm Journal. I'm your host, Corey Canute. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwestradio.com. Today's closing numbers with more in-depth commentary on what's happening in the markets is coming up at 10 to 2 on the Markets Farm Program. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. Hope you can join us back here tomorrow starting at 12 noon.